From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey, welcome in everybody. Hour number three, the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, and Bill. Well, and, that's uh, my idea of a blind date. Uh, that was my first date with my wife. <laughs> Squirrel hunting. Well, we were deer hunting. So, uh, hey, I can't. We were sitting there with uh, mom and dad watching a Bucks game when I was dating Lori, and she looked at me and told me, "Take me hunting." I looked at her like, "Why are you talking dirty to me in front of my parents?" Yeah. <laughs> first and last date on the outdoors. What's the deal? <laughs> I just no, we we're if you've I'm sure we've all seen it the uh, hunting with women squirrel hunting adventures we were watching it during the break <laughs> and uh, uh, there's some reason why every single man in this room could look at it and go oh yeah been there oh mm, yep yeah that's mine uh huh yep she, that's what she does yep there you go right there exactly my, like that Brayden <laughs> I just I just got a text from my wife that says to tell you that. Women get to pick and choose in all sorts of categories. So, so you're not getting anything. So newsflash. <laughs> I don't know. Newsflash. Step your game up, Chief. Yep. You're <laughs> not getting to go deer hunting. I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. Brayden said he was I, going to make friends with your I, neighbor. I'm a happy man. So <laughs> he's going to stay that way. <laughs> and I go hunting, and I go all over the place. Well, one oh, of the big. Lord. I don't know what that means. Pick and choose in every category. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's why Bill travels a lot. But anyhow, <laughs> she's running him off. I guess so. You're not going to shoot any to the of them mic. deer in the backyard. Just go into Pennsylvania and no. go turkey hunting. Yeah, just get it out of your system. Well, you know, uh, we do have tickets to give away for this hour. The last uh, chance to uh, get it done. So uh, make sure you keep listening to the show. So when we ask, you can call and get some tickets for the uh, Deer and Turkey Expo happening out in. The Lakeland Center, uh, RP Funding Center, happening the 20th through the 22nd next weekend. We'll be there broadcasting live, having a good time. And um, One of the things I brought into the studio was, uh, we've talked about this on the show before, uh, the uh, red meat allergies that's being caused by uh, tick bites uh, that people get. And uh, it seems that... It's on the rise. The CDC says the numbers are growing yep. each and every year. And uh, Jonathan pointed out that there's going to be a couple of guys there at the expo that actually have experienced this. Don't 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 want to name names, but Listen. they're from uh, the great state of North Carolina, and they both got. Uh, it was bad last year because one of them, the one that had it, we went to a local restaurant there after the show one night, and. We were all sitting there, and everybody's ordering steaks and burgers, and he's like, yeah, I'll take the fish. And I'm like, you don't like – he goes, can't eat it. And he explained to me why. Well, of course, his friend that was there that I knew really well started harassing him, and we all looked at him like, dude, don't you know, do not do that crap because you know how it goes when you pick at somebody about something like that. It's yeah. going to bite you in the rear end. And yeah. Well, it he got it, it too. Yeah. It literally, he got it too. So, well, that with that on being said, it's on the rise, but it's not really about the the person that's outdoors. It's uh, happening to people that are just uh, walking in the, the park, going to those nature trails just to walk around. It's not a just. Uh, Can I ticks are just not geared to a hunter. It's no. a, anybody anywhere yeah, in your backyard. Geared to, they're geared to blood. <laughs> yeah, in your backyard, it could be anywhere that you could encounter one of those and end up in that same issue. 
Yeah, and uh, I know that uh, during the break uh, when we were talking about it, Jonathan said that one of the individuals, the uh, symptoms are kind of subsiding a little bit. That uh, you know, and, and that's what it says here in this article that uh, it seems like that the more you're around it, or you actually ingest small portions of it, and you do it in a, uh, you can kind of build your system back up again. Mm-hmm. And for one guy, that actually seems to be working, but on the other guy, it doesn't seem still, to be. From what I understand, he still yeah. It still it affects people in other different ways where he can't even be around like grilling meat and stuff because the he I can be the around I think the grilling and, is just the sm- when it's presented at the table it's the good. smell or the the aroma or what I don't know what it, it is allergic to red meat or all meat no, any red meat any red meat so uh you know it's, and I can say this to everybody in the room if I come down with this disease just be ready to attend my funeral because <laughs> I will not stop eating red meat <laughs> yes you will well <laughs> you, know? you know what it, it says no, that uh, I don't care how violent it gets <laughs> but but like I said it says that if you <laughs> ingest, tag me <laughs> you're you're already having egg whites and uh chicken for breakfast <laughs> knock to answer your question here's the list are you ready these are the uh, food items that need to be avoided if you have it, and that includes pork, beef, lamb, goat, rabbit, buffalo, horse, etc. Yep. So anything, particularly fatty cuts, are the worst for causing the most severe reactions, which includes organs, meats as well. Okay. So, uh, so much for the liver waste. You're not getting any of that. Occasional dairy can be an issue for most patients, but okay with dairy. Uh, it said it should uh, go away after about two or three years, as long as there's no additional tick bites. Uh, and you must take the uh, most in the, it comes to tick precautions. And uh, it you, says it's supposed to be pretty bad. Can you test for ticks? Can you test a tick to see how's that? I, well, I, the problem is, is once it's on you, it's on you. Once it's bit you, it's bit you because it's the same well, may, thing as maybe, any other thing. Maybe the vegan people are finding these ticks, getting them to reproduce and putting them in all the hunter's yards. Mm-hmm. Would that be a form of harassment, or would that just be a release? I don't know. <laughs> so, Leave it to Bill. Uh, it says, uh, usually the people who develop a red meat allergy due to the alpha-gal reported tick bites uh, recall a specific bite that either had a bad reaction, was show to heal, uh, slow to heal, or itched for weeks. And it says that uh, as soon as they bite you, it's one of those things that it's already in there. It's done. Yeah, it's in your, it's in their uh, salivary glands, and uh, it, it's just, once it's in, it's in. And uh, usually it's, uh, red meat allergy includes itching, hives, gastrointestinal symptoms, and uh, it usually happens about three to six hours after eating red meat. And then uh, you go from the worst part of it, and then it starts to taper off if you small, if you, ingest small portions of it as you go along yeah to help build back your immunity system or whatever it is. well and i think the whole thing uh like you said what my my interpretation was was like the fatty cuts of stuff so that's what i asked one of the guys i said have you tried like eating a filet or something along those lines that's more it's a leaner cut i mean right and that that's kind of the direction that they were going in uh pork he'd been eating he told me he said he'd started eating pork chops again and like like i said like the fillet cuts and stuff like that but it's i think there's a big correlation between the fattier i don't know if it's something in the fat that would be setting them off yeah because well i mean it doesn't get much leaner than rabbit and that's on yeah. the list so but i also thought that if you i can't believe knock didn't catch it 
When I read you the list, did you not hear me? We ignored it. I said it. beef, pork, lamb, goat, rabbit, right? Buffalo. Horse. Horse. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> oh, I heard the you. horses on the list. So, uh, you know. I heard you. And the reason why they say that is because it's not just a, you know, a U.S. thing. This is in Europe, Australia, Sweden, South Africa. It's, it's, so it's, it's found around the Do world. Do not eat horse down here? Um, yes. Not, not it like is. they used to. You know, not like they used to, I don't think. I know it was a big deal over in France, but I don't know about here in Florida anymore. Where can you get a good, uh, equine? steak around here i don't, I don't, know. I don't know but if i'm not if i don't know I don't what so. i'm eating that's fine but i'm not going to look for it <laughs> i'm not going to go ask for it i don't want it on my menu so. well maybe you don't know that it's you've already ingested some i'm sure you know somewhere i'm sure i have i mean unless no you telling. watch unless you watch watch them make that chicken fried steak you don't know what that's in there no. underneath all that breading and gravy it's it could be, be a little bit of quarter horse. All I, I can say is the best uh, the best form of defense for that is start raising up a bunch of uh, possums. Possums. That's Let the right. possums go because they Get are the number turtle. one. They are the number one. Um, that that's what's on their diet. Ticks. Well, I, I I think it's the fact that they just they can find them better and, uh, and then they get them in there and there's little teeth of theirs and. Well, they say that uh, over ninety percent of the ticks that get on a, a possum. Get eight by yeah, the possum. Of course they do. Yeah, get them on there and get them out. All right, we got to take a break. <clears throat> do you want to do tickets now or you want to make them wait Sure, why we not? Back? We got two. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and give away a pair of tickets to the uh, Deer and uh, Turkey or Turkey and Deer Expo. Caller number out. six. Uh, what? Caller number six. <laughs> Jonathan eight, wanted to turn. 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. If you'd like a pair of tickets to go and uh, visit with us next weekend as we broadcast live out at the uh, RP Funding Center. And you can bring your tick collection in and show it to Braden. Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> I'll bring a big lighter. We'll take care of them right then and there. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feed Outdoors. and Braden Ford. And the argument continues. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. It's a great pep rally, but it just seems like everybody falls apart when they leave the stadium. Whoa. Bill over there. Bill's wearing, Easy, by the coach. Way, that was by harsh. The, by the way, Bill's so wearing his... today. I know. I know what, man. Bill's wearing his... Yeah, bright, somebody made him a pot of coffee when he got here this morning. He made his own coffee this no, morning. No, no. Jonathan got it going. Yeah. Oh. Boom. Mind blown. And he had a Wawa biscuit. Hey. Bill George is in his lime green today. He uh, ditched the <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. And uh, the reason being because uh, apparently today is... Uh, He's in his FWC gonna, green. You're going to be on your uh, t- is your, your TV shirt? You're going to be on TV uh, today? Well, well, who knows? The... There may be a news crew out there today. Yes, probably. The, he's going to be on that. Uh, yeah, did, if you've I, seen this guy, uh, please notify your local authority. He could be. He's not armed or dangerous, I, but he is uh, very uh, I, aggravating. I was in a meeting this this last week. I, I did start a new new job, and I, I had four days' worth of orientation, which was a little bit interesting. But uh, I turned around. I missed a call from uh, one of the local news channels looking to do a story about alligators. And um, unfortunately, I was in the meeting at the time. and They found somebody else. They might have found, well, I didn't see the news story, so they maybe, maybe are holding it. I no. don't know. Well, no, I thought that you were going out and they were going to film uh, the, today on television the, with your egg collection uh, fiasco. There, there is that opportunity. We will see if the, the news crew. You know, you know what it is. When the news crew's out there videoing, 
they're going to pan shot the whole place and they're going to see that green shirt and you're going to have the same reaction from the antis as you do from the FWC commission and they're going to say, oh God, it's Bill George. <laughs> and he wore a soft color so it kind of neutralizes the atmosphere. Yeah. Didn't work. Well, He's just, there. I just wondered because usually He's you're everywhere. You're yeah, exactly. Of, say. You're out of your normal attire. And oh yeah, hair, the cutouts will be ready by the end of the week. And the hair okay. looks a little uh, more quaffed today so I thought yeah, maybe today quaffed. was a TV day. <laughs> it, it, hopefully it will be. Oh, but don't worry, nice. he he's going to divert that to something else. Uh, last year was it? I think two years back, uh, History Channel was wanting to do a big thing in Florida and contacted Bill, and Bill put it off on someone else. I thought there was somebody who was better for the job. Well, there you go. Yeah, nothing like them promoting their stuff until I watched it, and then it was or wasn't. Bill, you would have probably been. Uh, I probably would have done all right. Yeah, yeah. GMB Gator would have been all over it, and it'd have been uh, you know you'd be selling harpoons to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, guys yep. over in China for carp. And I want to know why you haven't got that shirt out there. Instead of uh, the Troy Landry shirt, you could have the Bill George Poonum. Well, second <laughs> uh, so e- be your catchphrase. Easy, phrase? easy, please, big boy. We, we have a shirt that I'm working on, or, or have tried to get an artist to work on with me, and um, I have not been successful at getting the right right person to. And it's not really that hard, and I'm, I love you like a brother, but I ain't touching it with a ten foot pole. You could get that one, or you could get your shirt that calls Hook'em. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. okay, you're like dancing on the line hard right now. <laughs> oh, if you need some good slogans, that would be some good ones. I could come up with some good ones. There. Oh, I got them. Oh, you do. You don't yeah. want to throw. Oh, them he's out got there. one. He's say everybody at the shop it. loves it, but I'm I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'm not going near it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I got a feeling I know what Must that is. Must be something I, close in uh, infringement, right? So, yeah, you better no. leave it alone. Oh, so, no, the infringement's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, but so. before the break, we were talking about the uh, red meat allergies, and uh, there are some out there who, poor guys and girls, you know, they can't uh, do the uh, red meat anymore. So I thought I would, because uh, as Jonathan pointed out, when you get these allergies, you basically have to switch over to fish for your proteins or tofu or whatever it is and i can or gator meat or gator meat maybe perhaps can they do chicken uh chicken i would assume it wasn't on the list it wasn't on the list it's mostly red it's yeah, the red meat you just gotta eat the white part but you it. know what i did notice on there is they said red meat and i'm thinking you know elk pork's is, the other white meat elk is not really red and and, and uh see that was the one that messed me up pork too, was, was pork. on the list yeah and it's that's there's cuts of that where you can get it where there's like no zero fat in it just about basically. But the what I was told was is it's not what color it cooks into, it's what it starts as. So pork really is a red Pink. I guess a red uh, you know. But uh, you know any amphibians or fish are perfectly acceptable I I, I guess. Yeah. So I thought I would help your boys out and I came up and I found it this this list was actually compiled about uh 3 years ago. According to the internet, the 10 best tasting wild fish, yeah. according to the internet. Uh, some of these I have indulged in. Some of them I have never heard of or, or tasted. So, uh, number 10. Ruffin. Who? Ruffy. What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, you mean or- like the orange Ruffy? Yeah. Oh, my. No. There's no way I would eat that fish. There's no there's way you could Marco not pay that, me to eat that dude, fish. There's a restaurant, Marco, I will take you to, nope. and I won't nope. say a word to you, nope. and he'll serve nope. it, and you'll think it's nope. the best. Nope. 
Nope. Do you know where they get that fish? Do you this know where like, it comes from? Like, he says it's off the bottom, but what is a catfish? It is. No, it's not off the bottom. It's like, uh, like two miles deep down in the ocean off of just one particular trench off of Australia. So nice and cool. Okay. It takes about uh, five years for that thing to grow to 16 inches under no, that much pressure. It's so deep in the ocean. Okay. So and the only thing problem? down there eating is what? Poo-poo? Exactly. The what same, do you think a shrimp eats? The same thing that uh, tilapia What does a, a shrimp eat? Shrimp eats actually uh, not just what you said. <laughs> they actually, I'm just throwing, I mean, everybody goes there with that. Shrimp, so No, shrimp always eat microorganisms. They're, oh. they're out there eating live little creatures just like everything else. Mm-hmm. So no on the roughie. But uh, number 10, I have had this, never caught one. The guy brought some back canned up. It was pretty good. Halibut. Mm-hmm. I have had it, and I did like it. It's a uh, thumbs know, up. That's a good one. Uh, number nine, one of Glenn's favorites. It's all, he's probably never had one of these before. A perch. And it's my favorite. Thumbs up. Not the kind of perch you're talking about. They're talking about the uh, white perch, usually up in the Sand northern uh, Lakeland, lake, lake areas up around oh. Michigan and all that kind of good stuff. The youper fish. I had, it, I had a perch on a plank. When I was up there in Appleton, Wisconsin, I had to try it. It was so actually pretty up. good. Uh, my favorite fish out of the ocean far by, by, by far, number eight, red snapper. Double thumbs up. I, I, I am a big fan. Too, I like it. Very ocean-y. Too like bad it. they're endangered. <laughs> they're extinct. What are you talking about? There's 12 left. There's 12 left they're on almost a reef. extinct. Uh, on, a, on a reef somewhere off of uh, Sand Key, there's 12 red snapper left. Uh, number seven, yellowfin tuna. Double thumbs up. Now, I have had tuna before. I don't know if it was yellowfin. I don't know. It's red. I, By the time know. it gets to you, it has no fins. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know what the kind is they put in Starkist. I guess that's what. Is that yellowfin? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Uh, number seven, I have had in the uh, both forms, salt and fresh, and that would be trout. Again, number six. Double thumbs up. Uh, I... You know, it's really funny is the I had a rainbow trout uh, here in St. Petersburg at an Italian restaurant that used to be on 4th Street. And that's the only place I've ever eaten one before in my life. So I got both fresh and salt here. Uh, number five, sea bass. That's good. It is yeah. good. How many I think of those I've are had? Left? Yeah, I think I've had that before. Are they extinct as well? Uh, no. I'm not sure. They're okay. not extinct. They're not. You can still catch those. And you know what? A sea bass is a, like a little mini type of grouper that you can find out there. A lot of people, I don't think they know what really they are. Really good eating. I think uh, new arrivals that come into the state that actually hook into those, you know, you don't have to go real actually, far I Actually, I've caught one of those before. You'd be surprised how many people hold it up and go, what is this? I have no idea what that. I don't know. I think it's a grouper. That's a baby grouper. Let it go. Okay, fine. Let it go <laughs> into the cooler. Uh, number four, I've never had before, but they say it's unbelievably great. Walleye. Have you ever had walleye, Glenn? Yes. No, sir. Wait, you got all your Illinois friends up there? They've never brought you down some walleye fillets or anything had like that? I had walleye them? fingers one time. They were pretty good. What does it taste like? Walleye. It's white, just like white fish. <laughs> so it's like the perch and everything else? Yeah, pretty much. Does it have any grouper taste whatsoever? No. This grouper doesn't have a taste. So anyway, number three, the big one everybody loves. Hmm. Redfish. Salmon. Yeah. Doesn't say which kind is over the others. It just says salmon. And uh, number two, of course, is one that uh, you can find just about on any seafood menu here in the state of Florida. What do you Mm. think that would be? What, catfish? 
Cobia. Tilapia. Seafood. Seafood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, tilapia, tilapia takes on many forms. It can be snook. It can be grouper. It can be, uh, you know, it can be uh, depending on where you get it. Yeah. Tilapia can be everywhere. No, mahi. 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 Mahi, of course. Dolphin, no. a.k.a. dolphin. Dorado. Dorado. Where it, it just depends on where you catch it is what they call it. So, uh, you know, it's a big thing. And number one, I have never heard of this fish. I've never tasted this fish. I have no idea where they even get it. Knock, have you have a clue what it is? Number one. No guess. The white saddle goat fish. White saddle goat fish. What is what? that? According to the internet, it is the number one tastiest and best fish to eat. Obviously, these the people wild. have never had a hog fish before. It's the number one one. And the description they have right I here have says, uh, yeah. You may not have heard of this one, but frankly, we were a bit surprised to see that it was the top of the pole. We have figured that the one uh, that one uh, is more familiar with fish such as okay, salmon, mahi, so and uh, it's also known as kumu, K-U-M-U, and one of the few places of this fish as a species is in Hawaii, and spearfishing is kumu. Okay, preferred. I've heard good. of it. I've heard it. of that. Listen, yes. so kumu is uh, the white saddled goat fish. I, th- I think a bunch of frat boys or something found this survey and said let's see what we can get on top dude what's your favorite one man i don't think it's something let's like crazy see how many votes we can cast white saddle goat fish and i don't think that maybe they do import it here but i've never heard of it and i've never heard it as kumu as well was the survey done in waikiki there's a picture of him what does that look like Oh, it looks kind of like a snapper. Yeah, it looks like some form of like almost like a mango. We might, snapper. I might, we might have had this when we went to Hawaii. Might have kumu. Yeah, it's numero uno. So there you go. And you know, as we said in the room, uh, no snook. Not snook's not on there. Uh, Soapfish. Grope grouper's not on there. Uh, I wonder, know, but I wonder though. Like us, me and Glenn just said redfish. Hogfish. I mean, I guess Hogfish. snapper would be. No, no, that would not be a red snapper. It I would mean, be hogfish, hogfish. I mean, I'm sure it's in the snapper clan, but it's not... Uh, mangrove snapper? I mean, that's... Hello. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them on here that you would... I guess for locals only, dude, you know, that we would, like, be, you know, great about. No mullet on here. No catfish, which you would think... No Key West grunts. No Key... Nope, no. No pinfish. No grunts there's for probably, you. There's no, probably been more grunts eaten than most. Yeah, no blue runners, you know, none of those bait fish type things. Nothing at all. Key West grunt isn't a bait fish. I didn't say Key West. I said pinfish. Okay. Which is a type of grunt. And they're right. actually quite delicious. Porgies, of yeah. course. They're big. They're nice and delicious. So there you go. There's your list. So run out today. Grab yourself some halibut, some perch, some red snapper, some yellow fins, some trout, some sea bass, walleye salmon, mahi, and white saddle goatfish. And you will have the top 10 favorite fish, according to the internet, to uh, throw on your grill, pan, oven, whatever it is, and you'll be happy. There you go. All right, we're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. G5 Feeding Outdoors, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. And, of course, a big shout-out and a thank you to our friends over there at Brandon Ford. I think it's a good idea. Hey! Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayton Lynn, Jonathan, and Bill George. we got to get rid of uh, one more pair. One more pair of tickets. You want to do it now? 
Yeah, we, let's get it out of the way. Okay, all right. Uh, caller number uh, six. Caller number six will uh, give you a pair of tickets to the uh, Deer and Turkey Expo. Deer and Turkey Expo, Turkey Deer Expo out at the uh, Big and uh, Wild uh, Center out there in Lakeland. That's what we're going to rename it to for the day when we're out there. It's the RP Funding Center, but they they don't seem to mind too much. So we're going to be out there and uh, right. broadcasting live, and we want you to uh, join us. So we'd like you to call 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010, and that way you'll get some tickets, and you'll get to come out and hang out with us for the day. It'll and be good. In the good. fun land. Sorry. It'll all be good. Uh, during the break, Jonathan and I were discussing while Bill George was napping and, uh, Glenn was, uh, I don't know, doing something on the internet. Glenn's doing work. Uh, it was, it was announced this past week, very, uh, quietly, I noticed that the, uh, the ban on 3D programming to make your own firearms that was banned by the Obama administration has been lifted. So that the gentleman who actually invented the programming and the uh, procedures for doing it on a 3D printer is now allowed to uh, sell the programmers and the programming information that you need to program your 3D printer to be able to uh, produce firearms. This is a thing. You can buy just about anything in pieces. Sure you can. But we're going to ban printing it. Yeah, because, you know... Uh, because you can't get the pieces. The gloom and doomers seem to think that, uh, you know, that they're going to be down, you know, in mom's basement somewhere, you know. You know, it's really funny. You know how long it takes to 3D print, uh, like, uh, an AR lower or something like that? It probably takes about two or three days. Yeah. Uh, to, to print it out. And then it only lasts for a couple of uh, shots or two or three shots, depending on what it's made out of, because it'll crack, break, do whatever, and all that stuff. Well, they, they're printing in titanium in that now. Yeah, but you know what's really funny is uh, with a machine, you can produce probably uh, 10,000 AR lowers in three days with the proper uh, grinding gear Correct. and aluminum block and everything else. Correct. So it's not like you're going to compete with... Uh, you know, Colt or Armalite or anybody else like that when it comes to it. I, I found that in my uh, humble research for these people who are 3D printers, most of them are people who are trying to outdo each other. It's almost like a club, and they're trying to reproduce uh, the firearms that they see in video games. Yeah. Sci-fi weapons, things like that, you know, you know, funky things that maybe shoot two or three times, if that, or at all. But the problem is, is I think with this individual, you know, he actually made uh, certain products and things on his 3D printer that fired actual rounds and actual bullets. I, I, I can tell you, I'm not worried about somebody who wants to spend $10,000 to try and print a $500 gun. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> when when you got a, a guy in prison who can make a zip gun out of stuff he can find around the place. Plumber's tape, a tack, a piece of wood, and a piece of pipe, and you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's literally all you – and a couple of rubber bands, and that's it, it, all you need to make it, a, a decent firearm. Yeah. That so, will actually function and do what it is you well, want it to do. And the guy – the video – I posted the video on my Facebook page and got the oh. uh, – and got a lot of hits on it, but it's the guy in the video to me makes a pretty valid point where, you know, a lot of times he's doing this for the person who can't get a gun or wants to protect themselves 
and they can't, you know, either they can't afford or they can't, unfortunately, some can't areas afford. They can't afford it or they can't. You can buy a gun on the street super, super cheap. That w- want doesn't want to go into a back alley and get. Uh, yeah, but the so they're going to spend $10,000 on a printer to I, print metal. I think the scary part is, is that uh, if you're uh, if you're giving a firearm or selling a firearm to a known felon. Just because you think they need to protect themselves, then uh, that's on you. Oh, yeah. I'm I not mean, for the part. That's not a good idea. But that's the only scary part about the whole thing, yeah. I would assume. But again, as Bill George pointed out, if I'm that desperate for a firearm, Home Depot is a great place to go and find the stuff you need a to build gun. it. That's all you need. I mean, you can do what you got to do. Uh, there's ways around it. Uh, but I think that's pretty interesting. It's going to see what happens. Uh, it should be an interesting time. Uh, I'm sure that there'll be lots of uh, new displays at the SHOT Show that are showing in the uh, different programs and how to do it. That would be pretty interesting. It's going to be an interesting SHOT Show now that this has been released. That's so. Yeah. Maybe we'll, they'll have a cyber shot. A cyber shot, yeah. That shoots like uh, human chasing uh, rounds or something where it'll actually chase you around corners or something. Uh, speaking of chasing things... I thought it was interesting that it started off with an innocent little post on social media. An innocent post. An innocent post on social media just asking for help. And it's turned into and blown up like anything else uh, into a full-blown investigation by the FWC and the Sheriff's Department over in Pinellas County. If you have not seen the the, uh, said video of the individuals who were bow fishing uh, around... um, not too far from Dylan Hubbard's little stomping grounds over there off the beach area by John's Pass, shooting snook and then apparently letting them lie, not even taking them. Uh, the individuals were out there um, shooting a bow, shot some snook, and then left them. And then, uh, well, it's illegal to take them. It's illegal to take them. They're out of season. Plus, it's illegal in the first place to do it with a bow. Yep. Trust me, I've already gone through this argument Spear, on social bow, media. Anything. But if you turn around or fishing and it's snook's closed season and you turn around and accidentally catch a snook, did you break the law? No, you let it go. Not to put so they let it go. Head. No, they didn't let it go. They left it on the dock. But what I'm saying is I got into it with one woman on there. She's like, I said, what they're doing is legal. What they're shooting is not legal. Correct. And she said, well, why would you even say it's legal? It's not legal to go out there. Snook's not even saying, I said, you're not listening to the words. What they're doing is legal. What they're shooting is not legal. It's not illegal to bowfish. Go down there, shoot a couple sheep's head, whack a few mullet, you know, do those kinds of things. Perfectly legal. Yep. It's the fact that they were shooting snook with a bow and uh It's and the gear. fish they were shooting. Exactly, exactly right. So... If you haven't seen it, if you're on social media, FWC is now uh, involved and the sheriff's department is involved. They were captured on, uh, uh, you know, security camera. And if you do know the individuals, take a look at them and all that kind of good stuff like that and do the right thing, you know, and no. uh, do what you got to do. Yeah. I just think that it was um, uh, kind of ill-timed, you know, to be able to go out there and do that kind of stuff. Uh, the sad part is, is that if they've done it now, I don't know if it's the first time they've ever done it. That's the thing. I can guarantee you it's not. <clears throat> but you know what? I don't think that they, some people have pointed out on social media, they didn't think they knew what they were doing, that there might be newbies at it because they didn't keep How the many snooks did they kill? The only one they show, show is one that's on the dock. Okay. And it was a pretty decent size. 
slot limit type snook, but uh, they killed it and left it there, and then uh, then left. So why would you do that? Well, maybe because uh, you knew better. Because you got caught, didn't want to get caught with a snook, or you accidentally shot it, or said, "I don't think I can hit it." And you whacked it, and then you're like, uh, "You know, it's better yeah. to be it's better not to be caught with it than to uh, you know try to Correct. take it home." That kind of thing. Sure. So, well. Anyway, the FWC and all those folks are asking for your help and uh, trying to find the individuals who have done this, just as like the shark video or the fishing video where the yeah. guy threw it back. It's, he, it's that guy got his court case pushed back till August sometime. Yeah, I uh, know. We'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. Uh, do we have any more tickets to give away, or do you want to do that at the end of the show or what? Yeah, I think we got uh, one more pair we can give away. Okay, so we'll do that a little bit later. But keep your ears open, all right? We'll be back. And welcome back. Man, it's hard to believe, but this hour is almost over. I know. Some might be happy. Some may be just sad. But right now, it is what it is. It's 945, and we got to give away a pair of uh, Field and Stream Deer and Turkey Expo tickets to the RP Funding Center over in Lakeland. That's happening this coming weekend. Not this weekend, but next. Uh, starts off on the 20th of Friday evening, 21st Saturday, and 22nd on a Sunday. Uh, you can come out and hang out with us uh, if you'd like on Saturday, or you can come Friday and just get to early bird shopping. Get it out of the way. But caller number three will make it. Oh, wow. Caller number three, 888-404-1010. 888-404-1010. Caller number three. I think this may be the last pair we have to give away. And uh, look forward to seeing you out there next weekend. It'll be a great time. A lot of good stuff going on. Uh, I did talk to Cheryl, and she was trying to tell me a little bit more about it right in the middle of uh, working. Uh, So it was kind of hard to understand it, but she said it was definitely uh, bigger than last year. What? Yeah. So so that means that some vendors have returned and some new additions have uh, come on board. So I'm looking forward to it. Again, it'll be a great time to come on out. It's kind of like the ICAST, going to look and see what's new on the in the outdoor industry. Uh, be a good opportunity to come out and check some things out. And there's some great deals. Uh, like last year, I hope they'll be the same or even better. Uh, I'd like to check out and get one of those uh, game cams that Jonathan carries in his store. But yet, every time I ask him if he has any left, yeah, I might have one more, but that's a might. Do you have one well, more or not? Who else going to be in your hey, booth? You're going to be like taking follow, over. Follow me to the shop when we leave here. I'll, t- I'll get you taken care of. All right, so let's see. Who's all going to be with you? I know that uh, Bill George is going to be out there with GMB Gator Supply. He'll We've be got out there. Bill George. We're going to have Jeff and the guys from One and Done. We're going to have Analogics. We're going to have uh, the folks from Hancock are going to be there. Mm-hmm. We're going to, of course, have our stuff from the shop. Um, my cousins have gotten into this was going to be for the ladies have gotten into the T-shirts and costume jewelry and purses and all that stuff. They're going to be in there with us. Um, oh, the chip and dipper. We're going to have a – no, this is actually camouflage and hunting-related <laughs> stuff, Bill, so shh. But there are, no sample, they, uh, there are no samples on toothpicks when it comes yeah, to exactly. purses. So, yeah. um, you know, we've got a couple of extra spots. Yeah. We're going to have an outfitting booth this year. Uh, because we're starting to get into the outfitting business, obviously, yeah, with the hog cool. hunts and stuff. So, wait a um, minute. When people call us and say, uh, where can I go to go hog hunt, deer hunt, blah, 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 we can actually throw you in there now? Yes. 
That's awesome, man. Hog hunts, uh, hog hunts, working on the mule deer. I got uh, mule deer. Possibly going to. Uh, no, they must be around. Ocala. We got we got to travel for those. <laughs> so we've got a couple of uh, a possibility. It's right now. I've got four tags allocated. Did you for say possibilities hunts. or possibilities? I didn't hear possibilities. You. Oh, okay. I said, now you're right talking. Here. I must did I was I might have been daydreaming here a second. Did you say you may be giving away a mule hunt? No. Okay. No. no I said I have possibilities that we have four tags, which might might grow into double next year. So. Oh, so what he was saying is that you are welcome available. To come on a mule deer uh, there will hunt. be available hunts for purchase. We're not giving away a mule deer hunt yet. There's no price involved. Throw them 50 bucks. I'll I, was give, just, I'll give you I was just trying so, to see. Yeah, you I know. Got, I'll cover the, you half. The, right mule, now. the mule deer hunts, you have to talk to <laughs> you, you can't. You can't, uh, you can't help but try, you know. So. I, I, I'll throw in 25 for Listen, you, man. I'll help you out. You've been invited how many different hey. places, and you won't go. Who? Hey. Glenn. We take people alligator hunting. Do you want to come up hunt these big deer? Come on. And Courtney's, yes, yeah, we're coming, we're coming. No. Big deer where? He goes to Illinois well, twice a year. What well, are you that talking was that about? Ne- that was the Nebraska offer. Well, and hey. it's still open. It's an open hey. invitation. And I, I, and I was reminded, Bill, thank you very much. So now I'm yeah. going to get a double whammy. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna put them on the spot, too, because uh, we need to plan the big and wild no. hog hunt. That, that, at Family Heritage Outdoors. Oh, All right, well, let's wait till it gets a little cooler. So, yeah, we definitely need to do that, but uh, um, getting that together, Jonathan, of but, course, uh, a lot, there's a lot of good opportunities. We need to do that and also work on a dove shoot because that's for just around the corner. Yeah, dove shoot we need to do. The big and wild dove shoot. So then then it will get – then we will have – Braden will have no excuses because I've already got him a tree stand. I've what? got a place for him to sleep. Is it a climber? Braden, uh, I don't trust You will have your choice or of a ground blind. double Listen, ladder stand or a ground, ground blind. blind. I don't like ground blind. I don't think he could sit in a tree stand. <laughs> what do you mean I can't sit in a tree I stand? I don't think you could sit still that long. What are you talking about? I think you would be walking around somewhere in about 10 minutes. It depends on who's with no, me. No, no, it doesn't at. depend. It, you will be walking around in 10 minutes. No, no, I won't. No. You'll find a log. You'll sit there. Ask you'll look Glenn. around. Glenn's been up there. He's been uh, hundred yards away from me in a driving rainstorm. Did I walk anywhere? Did I draw? Did I walk anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> did I? <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't either. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, it's oh all my good. goodness! As long as you don't, as long as you don't does a bear? Me. Yep. <laughs> But it's uh, but yes, we have some good opportunities, and we need to really reach out. And also, I want to tell you, uh, running to our good friend this past week, Dave Winters, uh, he's got that event that's going to be coming up soon. Braden, we need to reach out. Top shot, yes, and uh, make that happen. You had his connection, uh, his information, so uh, reach out to him this week sometime so we can line that up as well. But usually, that's when it's colder. So it's yes. not coming up soon. It's like what October, November. Uh, yeah, but if you don't do it now, you'll forget, and we'll be behind uh, on that. So and we need to break. do remotes. You got to give like people a little yes, advance. Yes, that's what it is. So I get with no him idea. on the dates that he has, and then we can get that lined up and secured. Top shot. Uh, I want to say minute. congratulations to our good friend Gordon, who uh, helps us out with this new addition to the family. Yeah, um, little baby boy. So he's happy as ever, and yeah, uh, man, looking forward to it. Hopefully, he'll be out with us next weekend, which he hasn't. Uh, send anything to say otherwise so uh, I think knock, you know we'll be out of studio next weekend so be prepared for that 
quite. Thank you. You'll have an enjoyable, hey, hey, hey. Why are you looking enjoyable at me? studio. Hey. Three hours of no no harassment. Hey, I come uh, but, here hey, some mornings. It's like seven o'clock. It's quiet. Like, yeah. Hey, but Jonathan has to swing by on his way and bring you breakfast. <laughs> swing by on the way. Yeah. yeah. I love that kid to death, but I'm going to say it like this. There's pro- <laughs> starting next Wednesday, Jonathan's going to pull out probably be pulling his hair out and it's going to have to be off my chin because i don't have a lot on my head so what are you bringing out to the booth uh, besides scoots g well we're going to have all the alligator hunting equipment out there for for those people who have tags which hopefully are a bunch more people you want to come out harpoons bang sticks everything you need to hunt an alligator will have other than common sense <laughs> that's not for sale <laughs> Is uh, George going to be out there with you? Yes. George, actually, on Friday, George is going to be taking the brunt of it. I I actually have to work on Friday up until the end of the day. But you won't see Bill George around on Saturday either because he's the wanderer. Yeah, you will. Just look for the bright shirt. We'll just have to figure out what color it is and announce it on the radio that morning. Yeah. Do you yeah. know? Do you have anything in advance on what color uh, combo you're going to no, get? There, is, there is there a dealer's choice? Uh, probably. Yeah, sure. Why not? What, what color do you want? Uh, the fluorescent orange one that you wore that, that <laughs> could actually block out the sun. And you could go ahead and while you're making all that for him, make you a couple of uh, Florida Gator color harpoon poles, be uh, fit for the thing, or Seminoles, whichever one. Florida Gators. Gators. Some garnet and gold harpoon poles so they can stick to Gators. Oh. Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> No, you hey, did not. Dude, that would be a hot-selling item. I guarantee it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're not funny yeah. either. What? I'm just saying it would be. It would be. I'm sorry. Use the rivalry to your advantage, my friend. <laughs> I mean, if you can sell it, they will come. So it's all good. I'd say do it. Absolutely. It's all, so, it's all in fun. And Bye-bye. also, not to bust on you for two weeks in a row, but work on the frog gig head as well. Let's hurry up yeah, with that as well. well. If he would stay home long enough, he could get it done. Well, and and we're coming up where we're going to be going and doing some of the alligator training seminars. So right after the Big Buck Expo, get a run up to Tallahassee. He gone. And then uh, the following weekend, I'll be Dana, uh, for the showtime, I'll be down in Dania Beach and then Bartow on July 29th. So for all those people who have tags and want want to get equipment, the Bartow Civic Center on July 29th between 2 and 5, FWC puts on their training seminar, and that's that's the one that's in this area. So, I don't But know we'll where, be bouncing all over the state doing those training seminars. Where's Dana Beach? Where is it's that fall. It, it's, it's like down by Miami. Oh, wow. Yep. Have, have fun down there. Yeah, I usually, that's times. the one I usually call, and we're listening to the show, and we lose it about Point de Gorda, not Point de Gorda. What it, you get on Venus around Venus, you, you lose. Well, you go all the way across sixty and start going down the Turnpike and Yeehaw Junction, and then go down. Oh, we we have you solid through Yeehaw Junction. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bill just needs to get a new antenna to go on that suburban that's got four hundred million <laughs> miles on it right now. <laughs> Maybe the, the antenna's been beat up and eat up, and it's help. deteriorated from all the love bugs that he's killed throughout the mileage. Oh, my God. So he, he needs a new antenna. He I don't know what better. I've been hinting lately, but it thuds. I mean, living out there a little bit more in the country, I mean. I think it's called washboard on those dirt roads, Bill. No, no. I mean, they're big bugs. Some big old moths. What's thudding? The antenna? No, the no. Whatever it is on the windshield. 
Well, again, we want to thank everyone who called in this morning to win those tickets to get them to come out and see us at the Field and Streams Deer Turkey Expo. That's next weekend. We appreciate that. And also to whoever was that that asked me about the bow fishing guide that we had in the studio with us, if you're listening again this morning, I found the information. It was very obvious. All I had to do was raise my computer. It's pretty easy. It's Twisted Limbs. Uh, Twisted, Twisted Limbs, limbs Bow Fishing. Uh, you can check them out. You, they got a Facebook page. Again, it's twistedlimbsbowfishing.com we gotta go uh, hey, they're if, in the polk county area so you can check them out and uh, if you remembered hearing about it on the show you could always go listen to the podcast ah well you can check that out George, again i know and uh, you can boom. listen to all the details where they give out their information yeah for, exactly because I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was uh, oh the you could have listened to the podcast available on <laughs> itunes uh <laughs> stitcher and uh not everywhere else you can go in there and look it's all over the place. It's everywhere. Okay, Glenn, we'll be quiet. It's all good, man. Hey, you know when you get caught up and you're just busy and somebody comes up and you want to take the time and you do and you're sharing it, then it's when you're in a hurry that you always have that mental block and you can't remember exactly what it is. It's so simple and easy. Twisted limbs, uh, bow fishing. Yeah. And uh, so there's the information. Give them a call. Tell them Braden sent you. No, don't. That's, that's my fault. <laughs> so I, I like it that way you know and, and it's true i know the podcast is out there and it's on itunes and all that stuff but i i agree with with glenn when people say that you can go well you know it's on the show you can always go back and listen to hour number two it's like no i want to go i need to book it for day after tomorrow. i want to know now i want to know now all right well uh next weekend we'll be out there we'll be broadcasting live knock will have his day off so you can call him here at the studios and just say hi and, and bug him let the fun Chuck begin Eshney will be out there with fwc also uh, out where? At the Deer Turkey Expo. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see you guys live next weekend. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Thanks, Doc. Have a great weekend next weekend. By yourself in here, all Mr. Lonely. See you guys next Saturday. Bye-bye. Later.